Hello, I'm Gary Shotton, and today we're going to talk about being a job provider. You know, if you look at the human race, you could uh, pretty well uh, divide it into uh, different groups or categories. And if you were just to divide it in two general categories, you could say something like the men or the women. That's typically uh, an easy division. Or you could say uh, those people that are uh, over a certain age, like they're 50 years and older or 50 years and younger. Or you could say those that are a certain height, they're taller than this or shorter than this. Or they have a different weight, they're lighter than this or heavier than that. And so in, in a somewhat similar way, I would like to suggest that as you think and your process of changing the way you think, that you might look at your life and even in, as interest, look at other people's lives and say, are they job seekers or are they job providers? And it could change over time, you know, so at different times you could be a seeker of a job, but in general, is your, is your attitude, is your mindset towards being a job seeker for your lifetime? Are you working towards being a job provider? You see, it might sound funny to you, uh, but in a few minutes, I'm going to go to the office and I'm going to actually write checks. I'm going to pay the bills that I owe because I have money in the bank and I owe these people. And, and I actually enjoy writing checks to pay bills. I, I know that sounds weird, but uh, I actually have a sense of satisfaction and a sense of enjoyment knowing that I am providing income first to my 60 employees and then as I write a check to my vendors that provide various materials or supplies, I recognize that I'm providing jobs for maybe several hundred people are portions of jobs for several hundred people by all the goods and products that we buy from our vendors. And, and you know, there's times, of course, where I don't have cash, but I dread payday. You know, I dread having to write those checks. But in general, I feel very excited about being a, a, a job provider. And, you know, if you, you approach something differently based on your background and your culture, you know, uh, we have uh, situations where we're talking with people, and a lot of times I like to ask their background. You know, what did your dad do? What did your mom do? Uh, what, how were you raised? And a lot of times that's the, the uh, culture of your household. And if dad was always, uh, nothing wrong with this now, but if he was always employed and if he lost his job, he immediately was thinking, oh my, I've got to find another good job. Well, that's true. He does have, if he's employment minded, but if he's in, of a mind to be a business owner where he's providing a job, then he's always thinking a little bit different. How can I expand my horizon so that I could even employ more people, not just indiscriminately more, but as I'm able to provide more income for myself and provide bigger services and more goods to sell, then I'm going to start to employ people. You see, uh, we go to many developing nations and I'm thinking, my goodness, how can the unemployment be 50%? I, I just don't know how that would even equate in my background because we are in America where 
uh, if the employment rate gets over 5%, then people start getting a little bit uneasy. And if it gets to 7%, whoa, we're in a big world of hurt. There's 93% of everybody has a job, but there's 7% that don't have a job. So that's too high for us. We like it down to where it is now, like 3%, where 1.5% don't even want a job. So we're getting down close where you see signs, wanting help, needing help. We'll pay a bonus. He will come to workforce. There's an economy that is thriving and, and going because people are, are employed and there's money coming in at all levels to buy clothes and to cut hair and to buy food at the restaurant. And, and you go out to eat. There's a long line because everybody's wanting to go out to the restaurant and eat. That's a good economy. But when there's 50% unemployment and there's many people underemployed, that is a scary thought for me. Well, what's missing? There's not enough in those cultures, enough job-provided minded people that are digging in and say, how can I make a difference? Why, where is a need and I can fill it? How could I fill this need that everybody has? And then I can figure out how to fill that need and make a business enterprise out of that. Keep in mind that there's all kinds of levels of, of business, you know. There's, there's, as we've said in other teachings, that there's uh, times you have a necessity job or necessity business. I couldn't find a job. Out of necessity, I did. I mowed the grass. Out of necessity, I, I cleaned a house. Out of necessity, it's not my long-range desire to mow grass or clean the house, but I have a, a family to, to feed. And the Word of God talks about those that don't provide for their own household are really worse than an infidel. That means somebody that's, that's not, not, uh, uh, not respected. And so we need to fill, feed our families. So everybody can start with a, uh, a, a business based on my immediate need to generate revenue. Then a lot of times those will move into or could move, as it did for me, into what would we call a lifestyle business. And that lifestyle business is something that meets the lifestyle that you want to live at or that you can live out live at. You probably don't need to have a whole lot of employees, might be one or two employees, uh, but the difference on a lifestyle business would be that the day that you don't go to work, you're not going to have any income because you haven't trained up people to do the work in your absence. There's not systems and processes. There's nothing wrong with a lifestyle business, but that's, that is a size. So, so you could at least move to that level. And, and honestly, there's some pretty high income people that when you look at it, they're lifestyle business. I, I think of a chiropractor that was going to go on a trip and he said, man, you know, it isn't the cost of being gone for a week. It's the fact that I, when I'm gone, I lose ten to fifteen thousand dollars worth of revenue because I'm not in the office doing my chiropractic work. Well, that's a lifestyle business. It's okay. Just got to plan for it. Plan to be gone and plan to save up. Nothing wrong with it. Again, with a lifestyle business, it's probably going to hard, be hard to sell that business. You're not going to, at the end of the cycle of your business career, you're probably not going to say, hey, I got a business for sale. And they're going to say, what is the business? Well, the business is me. I'm making the income and I'm not going to be here. Well, is anybody going to buy that? I hope not. Or not going to pay much for it. They might pay a little bit for the, the customer base or something. So we're here to help you think differently. And one of the ways we think that you can think differently is to start thinking of yourself as a job provider and learn those skill sets related to being a job provider. 
Learn management skills. Learn delegation skills. Learn systems and processes. Learn your accounting. Learn how things can work if you're not, like, I, I'm a classic micromanager, so sometimes I have to walk away because if I'm looking over somebody's shoulders, I might start telling them every move to make in order that that's the way I would do it, but if I moved away and I'm satisfied with the end result, then I can let them do it slightly different and end up with the same end result. That's okay. That's hard for me to do. So, in this pursuit, are you a job seeker? Is that all you're thinking about? I've got a good job. I hope I don't lose it. I hope the economy is good. And what would happen if I lost my job? How fast could I get another job? Or am I in the process developing, because I'm designed for that, to create jobs for other people. And in doing that, there's a, there's a process that we think you can go through by first changing your mindset, changing your culture, thinking about the way you approach life and businesses. They're different. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's as different as, uh, as night and day, if you want to make that division, uh, on, on that. And, and in a way, please don't think I'm criticizing universities, but most universities are very skilled about people graduating from the university and getting a good job. They create job seekers. They create uh, interview processes. They, they have rallies so that businesses will come there and interview their, their people for good jobs. That's good for some people. Wouldn't fit me. And the entrepreneurs probably even could waste their life if they're not careful because people will throw money at you to keep you on until it's almost too late if you're not careful. And you maybe miss God's best for your life. Please don't think I'm judging you. I'm just saying that you're the one that's going to have to decide where I live in this process. Well, I hope this makes sense. We're here to help change the way you think, and I hope this uh, discussion will help that. Please discuss it in your groups if you would, and, and thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.